This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 402 of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Total Saddle Fit, Kentucky Performance Products, and Fairfield in Lexington. Tonight is going to be a bit of a shorter show, but we've got great tips and discussion later as Nora Batchelder joins us for a trainer tip. This is Reese Koffler Stanfield from Loxahatchee, Florida. And this is Philip Parks from Rockwood, Ontario, and you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show with our producer, boss, CEO, Glenn. Hey, guys. Hi, 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 guys. Oh, my gosh. We love it when you're on, Glenn. You've been so busy traveling. Doing stuff, new shows, all kinds of things going on. Awesome. But let's talk about that first. We'll get it out yeah, of the way. Yeah, I was going to say, what's been going on? Yeah, what's going on? Horse Radio Network. Well, we have the new World Equestrian Game show with Samantha Clark, who you, you know. Uh, and I are have started the World Equestrian Game show. It's called the 2018 WEG Show. And we started it two episodes ago. We're going to do two a month and, until WEG. And then we'll do a daily wrap-up show every night, all 14 nights of WEG. Uh, we're very excited that one of your sponsors, Kentucky Performance Products, has come on as a title sponsor of the WEG Show. Yay, So Karen. thank you, Karen, for doing that. She was very excited about it. And Samantha's a wonderful co-host. For those that Jeez. don't know Samantha, we did the 2010 radio show for the WEG in Lexington, working with Alltech and, and everybody down there. We had a blast. It was such a popular show that we decided back in the United States again, we're going we're gonna to do a show. So we started it. What we're doing in the early days here is we are actually going doing a 101 on all the different disciplines. So on the second episode, we did eventing. We kind of do an eventing 101, how it works at WAG, what the rules are. We have a past WAG competitor on. And also for every discipline, we have chosen a spotlight rider. And our criteria for that is... They have to be somebody that has never been to a WEG before, but is really trying hard to get to the next one. So it's an underdog, and we follow that underdog in their whole process. When we did this in 2010, they all became hugely popular with the listeners. Uh, Jessica Phoenix of the Eventing World, a Canadian, mm-hmm. was uh, mm-hmm. fantastic. She was a nobody back then. Uh, matter of fact, we just had her on this last episode to catch up. And uh, she said, this is like old home week because she really was an up and comer and nobody had heard of her. And then we kind of highlighted her for a couple of years. And she's been a friend ever since. And that worked the same way across all the all eight disciplines. So it, we're, we're looking forward to getting to know all the new, the new spotlight riders. And we'll have dressage. The next episode we do, we'll be driving and then we'll do dressage. So we're and and Reese and Philip are helping me with who we're yes, picking there. Yes, get the person. Yeah, love so it. We yeah. can't announce it yet because I haven't agreed yet. But <laughs> 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 but we will be announcing that, and I might be getting one of you to come on and help explain it too. So, uh, but you know what the we what the it. thing about the Weg Show that makes it different is your show pretty much follows dressage, right? Uh, so with the WEG show, because there's eight disciplines, people get to learn about things that they wouldn't normally learn about. 
you'll get to learn a little bit about reining, a little bit about vaulting, a little bit about para, dressage. You get to learn about driving. So you get to have a base knowledge on all the things going into WEG. So instead of just following one thing during the World Equestrian Games, you kind of can follow everything and have somebody to root for, even in sports you don't care much about. So that's, that's why I think the WEG show was so popular for 2010. And we were just babies then, the Horse Radio Network. We had just yeah. started. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I know. I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't I know, know you, Glenn. No, yeah. that's right. I barely. Right. I knew Reese. I think. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I came and hung out. A that's couple where times we met. Yeah. And... That's when we met. Was yeah. during the lead up to Weg. But so, so we're there excited. you go. Yeah. It's going to be a whole I new experience. I remember this time. when we met, Glenn. <laughs> I know. I don't remember. I don't <laughs> really remember. I saw you when. at a talk. You did a talk yeah. in town for something. I don't remember what. But you did a talk, and she was so impressed. She came back and said, "That girl knows how to talk." Uh, <laughs> yeah, Sorry, that's guys. for sure. <laughs> you let him in, Glenn. No doubt about Don't that. Don't do it. Oh, set Phil in. Not nice. <laughs> set you up on that one there, Phil. Oh, man. Yeah, that was perfect. I'm I like it. I like it when you come on, Glenn. <laughs> My dog. The two guys against Reese. She- so yeah, that's rough. one thing. Ooh. Next thing is if you're into hundreds of jumpers at all, the Plaid Horse Magazine has started their official weekly show. It's called the Plaidcast. comes out every Saturday, and that's all about the world of hunter jumpers. That started, I think they're on their fifth episode now. And then another show starting here next week, it, we're very excited about if you're into the world of racing at all. And I know Reese follows that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Philip, you've been to races before. Yeah, um, yeah I'm a racing fan. Pollock Report, which is one of the biggest websites for racing, for thoroughbred racing. Ray Pollock started that, and Ray is starting his own podcast. Uh, it'll be twice a month, and it'll all be about the world of thoroughbred racing. So he's going to be Aww. hosting it himself, and it's kind of going to be a behind-the-scenes, not not a betting guide, but more he knows everybody. So he'll be talking to trainers and owners and just a kind of a behind-the-scenes lifestyle sort of show so what's what's the intended audience of that is that somebody who's okay yeah he he really wants to gear it that's why he's doing it more of a lifestyle show than you know yeah than a real racing analysis and you know there's a lot of those around and he really wants to get a little deeper he's also going to be talking about afterlife of horses after racing so perfect that's big in lexington and in kentucky obviously we have a lot of horses so it's big so Yep, we'll be talking about that. So I'm excited about that show. All of these shows, the two, the WEG show and the Plaidcast, are now available on the app, on our app at Horse Radio Network app, and also iTunes and all the usual podcast places, and on horseradionetwork.com. So that's the big news there. Um, what other big news do I have for you guys? I just got back from ADA, which is the American Equestrian Trade Association trade show, and I thought about you guys because all the dressage stuff there. Oh, I would love to go. I, I, I'm coming next year. I, every I year, like Glenn stuff. gets back. Yeah. I'm like, Phil, we got to go see all the new stuff. I just, I love it. Like, that's what happens to me down here in Florida. Like, I go to the Taqueria, and they have all these cool little things. And I'm like, oh, I need that brush, or I need this. Oh, the I mean, Taqueria before, is yes, one of I've, the best. I've, is that the store that everything's piled high? Yes. yes. You oh, have to I go in there store. and you have to look. It's a great store. That's an old-fashioned tack shop where everything's just yes. stacked to the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and that's how it is. And they have all kinds of cool, like, little gadgets and things. And you're like, oh, I didn't know that that brush would change my life. But it, it does. I love it. So, it's, yeah, it's, it's you know, my favorite thing. Dover has taken going the boutique route. I really yes. like going in, like, the Taqueria where, it's, where it is stacked to the yeah. ceiling like the old days. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah. 
How about all right? That's all the reports I have for you Love right it. now. Oh, thank you, Glenn. Thanks for coming wow. on our show. Yeah, Don't forget you. about us, you know, small people <laughs> when you're doing all that wag stuff. I know, I know. Don't forget us. Don't forget our show. I, and I what's going on with you, Reese? What's what's the Gosh, world? In, well, uh, the world of Wellington. Well, um, you know, last week Laura Graves uh, broke eighty percent with her freestyle uh, last Friday night, and uh, it was fantastic. It was Diddy looked great. Uh, still a little rusty. I mean, this is the first time they've been out uh, in a bit, but she looked great. Yeah, he looked solid. Uh, really kind of blew the competition away. But honestly, Tina Wilhelmsen has a new horse. Uh, and I, She's from Sweden, and she is, does a beautiful job uh, with with her horses. And this She's always up there no matter what horse she's yeah, riding. Right? Exactly. It doesn't really matter. She basically come in on a donkey and do well. You know, she's just <laughs> one of those riders that, a great you know, rider, I really yeah. – She's a great writer, and I really respect. And just to sit there and, and watch her ride is is pretty amazing, uh, and and fantastic. And, and uh, Tooney Page uh, rode Woodstock and yeah. in a incredibly difficult freestyle. I mean, I was sitting there with a good friend of ours, Heidi Basler, also a Grand Prix rider, and I'm like, Heidi, this thing is hard. I I think uh, Tooney even won the um, they give an award on the most difficult freestyle because now with the freestyles. Um, at the international level, they track the freestyles. Yeah, and we were talking about, about, that. Yeah. about that. Mm -hmm. Four, four, four plans. Yeah, I also saw that you know a friend of our show, uh, Charlotte Yours, won the Grand Prix Special, huh? She did. Also had a great, great uh, you know start to the season, so it was really cool. I think the horses now, everyone's been here, you know, almost a month. And uh, yeah. same here at my barn. Everyone's sort of getting in the groove and knows the system and knows what's going on. And um, so and now, that's now they're trying to qualify for the World Cup mm -hmm. freestyle and the World Cup mm -hmm. finals going on in mm -hmm. Omaha. So that's right. We'll We're looking to forward that. to that. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Philip and I are going to be there. And we want to have a listener meetup once we get out there like we did at the last World Cup that we did. We would love to see everybody who's out there. Uh, so we'll kind of keep keep ears open for that because we'll figure out kind of a good location uh, that we can meet up. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Glenn, Glenn is the king of the meetup, so we're going to try and try and get some people out to our own, right? Yeah. I know. I know. Just let <laughs> me know. Fantastic. We'll post it everywhere. I love it. I love it. And uh, we have our first horse show this week, which is pretty cool. Um, so actually right after this commercial break, we're gonna take a little break and we'll come back and we're going to talk about kind of some tips for taking your horse to your first horse show. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Researchers have confirmed that as horses age, they naturally become less sensitive to insulin and more susceptible to health problems caused by too much sugar in the diet. One way to reduce the sugar content in a horse's diet is to replace sugar-laden grains with a high-fat supplement. Fat is an extraordinary energy source. It is readily utilized by the horse and contains more than two times the calories of sugary grains. Equijoule Stabilized Rice Bran is an excellent fat supplement. It contains a balanced calcium to phosphorus ratio and won't cause mineral imbalances when added to the diet. Its all-natural ingredients are high in healthy fat and fiber. Best of all, Equijoule allows owners to easily replace the calories previously supplied by sugary grains. When you need to add healthy calories to your horse's diet, choose Equijoule. 
To learn more, visit Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. Well, Phil, today was a pretty big day here um, in our neighborhood. You know, I live in the White Fences neighborhood. We have a farm here, which is, um, we're actually like 15, 20 minutes from Wellington proper. Uh, but we have our own horse shows out here in the neighborhood. Well, the and, White Fences show. It's actually, they have some nice yeah. rings out there. It's very pleasant. Yeah, absolutely. Show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Adam just redid all of the rings, and I mean, the, the facility looks great. He's done a lot of work to kind of get his facility up and going the way it needs to be, and he's, I think Adam is is the, he's the owner, and he's also a bit of a botanist, I think. I mean, there's beautiful flowers yeah, everywhere. Yeah, there is and, some beautiful foliage, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. A little bit not as big as the as the ring in Wellington, the rings in Wellington. Yeah, They're yeah, a little bit, a little bit like, different. More flags, more, you know, showy. This is Low key, and uh, and I think the horses are a little bit more relaxed over there in in white fences, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think so too. And and it's pretty, and it's I think it's probably a very unique place. But everybody, you can hack into the horse show grounds, which changes. You know, um, you can take your trailer, uh, but you can also just tack up in your barn and walk down and ride your test and walk back, uh, which which is pretty unique, I think, for for a horse show. Um, Great experience. Yeah, so, um, so tell us a little about about your yes. trip. Yeah. So um, everybody knows that I have a new young horse. Follow me, is name, and we also call him Mikey. Um, so uh, Phil can tell you, I am I I'm not the bravest. Everyone can say that, <laughs> um, and I don't love taking young horses. Phil Phil is much more confident with taking young young ones to the horse show, but I currently own a young one, so I needed to take him to the horse show. So I thought it was very fitting to kind of have a discussion with Phil and I about some strategies for taking your horse to the first horse show. And how do you do that? Because I think that it scares, or you can take horse show clinic off the property, um, whatever you want to do, because I think there's a lot of anxiety that comes with it. I'm a professional rider, but I don't love it. I feel I'm going to feel a lot better tomorrow than I did this morning about taking him off the property. Um, And again, this is here in, in white fence is a little bit different that we walk in, but, um, but I, we also have the ability, I mean, they're all little farms and my friends are next door and I can just, Hey, say, Hey, you know, can I come and ride in your ring today? Or can I walk down the road and ride in your ring today? Um, which is quite nice. And we can be really focused on that, but that's not the most real life situation. Um, but I think like for me today, um, I would have liked to have gone on a few more outings, um, just sort of didn't work that way. And, and I finally, when the horse show kind of came up, I thought, you know, um, I got to do this sometime. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Mikey's not been here super long, but um, we're doing training level. We're not we're not going to the Olympics yet by any means. Um, but I said, OK, you know, I'm going to I'm going to enter him. And, and I decided to go ahead and enter him in the actual horse show. Um, I could have also gone and done a non-compete, but Again, it's it's a kind of an economical horse show here. So today you are not uh, you're not yeah, competing, right? Not you just told, you, yeah. Were you able so, to actually ride in yeah. the ring in which you'll be competing in? Yes, yes. So today was the first day that um, I could ride. So our strategy was it's a four day show. You could go down and ride. And so today we actually started him here in our own ring. Um, uh, lend him a little bit, and then I rode him just for five ten minutes just to make sure. 
uh, we had. And then um, Meredith, shout out to my my assistant um, for the winter. Uh, she, she was great. She I said to her yesterday, I said, yeah, you're, I need you to walk with me, which is quite a far walk. Uh, I got to ride, so I didn't have to walk. But, uh, <laughs> so I did have someone uh, on a lunge line. Uh, just in case, um, you know, just a little bit of helping him. I could have taken another horse with him, but this time I decided to just take him on his own with a person. Yeah, so you need to, that's a that's a huge tip right there. We say mm-hmm. you you got to have a person, you know. Yeah, you got to have the a horse person. up, get on him. You know, um, yeah. did you do any lunging before you went before you walked down there? We did. We did lunge him okay. actually. Um, and, and my trainer, Michael Klemka was here and actually Michael, I was getting off my other horse and, and off a hello and Michael lunged him for a few minutes, just again, just to make sure everybody was safe and sound. And, um, then I rode him with Michael here for a few minutes and then we sort of, as a group, uh, went down to the horse show. Uh, he, Meredith was the only one that walked. I'm not going to lie. So Meredith walked with me. Um, yeah, but that again, having a person and having someone then make sure you're safe. And we took a lunge line just in case anything went bad. We had a lunge line. Uh, and we, we started the march down there. It's about a 15 minute walk. If you don't spook at every palm tree, uh, we spooked at a lot of palm trees that, you know, we looked at a bunch of stuff and, um, but we did it. We got there. And, um, the other thing was we had plenty of time. And I think that's a really incredibly important tip on that particular day. If that's at the horse show or that's your first uh, experience um, doing whatever you're doing, make sure you have time, like plenty of time. I didn't have to be anywhere. I didn't have to do anything. Um, Didn't actually uh, overall only took a total about an hour, but we had plenty of time and that's really important. And so uh, we walked down uh, to the horse show and made sure we had our numbers and all of that was taken care of before. So I, he didn't have to wait and stand around because that probably wasn't going to be an option. And so we went today and he'll go again tomorrow. Uh, I, I didn't enter the horse show till actually Saturday because I felt like this would give him two solid days um, to go. And again, I could have non-competed him. <laughs> that could have that may be the strategy I should have taken, but I went ahead and just did, okay, we'll do two days of schooling. And, you know, if he's not, it's not going to work, we'll school a third day. And if that doesn't work, we'll school a fourth day. Uh, so yeah. I tried to give myself some options, you know, not sort of back myself into a corner. So, Phil, what do you think? I mean, what are sort of your strategies? I'll let you all know how, how it works after the end. Yeah, but, <laughs> we'll have to find you know, out next week what the result good. is yeah, going to be. the result was. But he was very good. I mean, he's really not been anywhere. I mean, he went from the Breeders Farm to Michael's Farm to America. <laughs> so, I mean, you could tell he was just like, oh, my God. But this is a really good, kind-hearted soul. I mean, he's a very, very good character. I, you know, I, I feel like I know him pretty well. And Michael uh, knows him better, actually, than I do. And so to have Michael there with me was awesome because he's like, he's got a good character. Just give yourself five minutes. And, you know, he was definitely a little bit nervous and tense in the back and that kind of stuff. But we really didn't do anything that naughty or anything bad. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I think, you know, sort of the preparation for a horse show starts at home with, you know, riding outside. You know, in Canada, yep. we're stuck inside yep. for a long time, even if it's just walking around. Um, if you have a nice out- outdoor ring with little white fences all set up and all that great yeah. stuff, that's awesome. If you don't, that's fine, too. Um, you could try and use some poles. But um, at, the sh- at the horse shows that we go to, there tends to be some flower boxes around by the letters mm-hmm. and things. You know, you got to have a sense of what is the ring that you're planning to show in going to look like. And try and recreate those situations at home. I know that, Reese, you have some flower boxes inside, you yep. know. Just some stuff yep. the horse to look at so you yep. know 
what are they going to do? You know, what does my horse do when he spooks? Because they all have a little different tricks, right? Mm-hmm. Some stop and look, you know, really stick their neck out and need to look at the thing. So, you know, sometimes, you know, some horses will get past it and then get spooked by it. Some horses will mm-hmm. run up and then just turn around the other way. So you got to have a little bit of sense that you, you got to, you know, um, start to acclimatize your horse to some of these things. And, uh, and so they're not, that you have a sense of what's going to happen, right? You know, does yeah. he fall? Does he stop? Does, you know, whatever. So, you know, we try to prepare the horses for that before we ever go anywhere. You know, give them some, some things to look at. Go out and buy a flower pot. With mm-hmm. with some of those um, fake flowers in it or dollar whatever. Store. Dollar, dollar store. Dollar store. I go to the dollar yeah. store and I get them all over and put them everywhere. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's always a good idea, you know, mm-hmm. to try and figure that out. And then, like you said, lots of time. Um, you know, we have a, a four-year-old that needs to go out and uh, and look at some, st- some stuff this spring before we take him to a horse show. So mm-hmm. I've got lots of neighboring farms that we're going to trailer him to and that he can, um, you know. And when I have... Uh, when I take a horse out, I'm planning like half a day, you know, one horse, yeah. half a day yep. to, to take your time, walk them around, walk them around in tack, do some lunging. You know, it's just mm-hmm. all about creating a great experience and not a rushed, hurried situation. Yeah. And then, yeah, no. you know, so I take them to the farms. Um, one of the farms that hosts some small shows at allows me to go there all the time. So, and they have a nice outdoor ring and, and nice little white fences all set up like that so hopefully you can figure out a situation like that in which you can really prepare the horse you know you have to be really confident before you ever enter a show like in front of a judge before you're running Mm -hmm. in front of a judge another thing that people don't realize is you know warm-up situation you you have to maybe practice at home riding with two three four other horses so that they're used Mm -hmm. to a warm-up that's a big thing with dressage horses is because, you know, we tend to take private lessons. We tend to do things on our own. We tend to like our own open space to ride in, especially the young guys when they might like to, you know, fall out, you know, and just do their <laughs> own thing, thing half the time. And they're like, well, I don't want to ride with anybody because I, and I don't want to disturb what they're doing. And I really like to have them in the space. Not work. But that's a problem because I, you know, I think the biggest thing is getting over the warm up, you know, having another rider ride straight mm-hmm. at you. You know, being on a diagonal yeah. and somebody else coming along, that's very nerve wracking for a young horse more than more than the stuff that they're going to see. Because if you, you do a good job introducing them to things, then they're maybe not going to spook at that. But, you know, they got other riders. They got um, trainers, you know, yelling in the warm up. Like if your horse is not used to that either, like, hey, you know, so I think it's a little bit about being aware of what is the situation you're going to put the horse into. So um, what I try and tell people to do, if you have a young horse, you're doing a first show. Don't go out and do the first show of the season yeah. at all. Don't take your horse. Like, so I they tend to start in May for us. You're not yeah. going to go to those ones because it's going to have tons of crazy people there. Tons of yeah. people with their first experience at a horse show. That's not a good thing for a young horse. You know, yep. maybe you go and you check out the situation. You want to have a look around, you know, what to expect. You know, how does this show work? You know, as long as you're, you know, you got to be comfortable with that so that you can go and you know what's what's going on. Right. You know. Where do you have to get your number? You know, where's the yeah. ring stewards? Where's, you know, and then, <clears throat> so, you know, for us, I really like to, you know, take the horses to the long shows where it's like three, four days. So the first day is like you did today. Some, some warm, you can get into the yeah. rings and you can yeah. do that. And sometimes I'll just take the, you know, a young horse for that day of warm up and then another day where I'll just school in the, in the warm up rings, not even show the horse and then yeah. take them home. So it might be a four day show and that horse spends two days there. 
that's fine, right? I think it's just creating situations for success, right? And then the next day he can spend yeah. the whole weekend with his buddies and his friends, right? But <clears throat> for me, that can also be super stressful to have that horse there for four days. I mean, they they get crazy with their in the stalls because horses are coming and going, and they're not used to the. There's no routine to it. They, so you know, um, yeah. I like to have no, two I, days there at least. You know, can have an overnight, and then they, you know, then they can go home. You know, they can have two rides, and then they can go home. Something like that. You know, just. Yeah. Yeah. Bit by bit, it's so important to give them a, a very good experience rather than a full-on yeah. horse show experience. So for me, four-year-olds, they will do training level. Maybe, you know, it doesn't matter how they do in the ring, you know, how how the, competitively how they do in the ring. They just have to get around. Yeah. And I think the judges understand that too, that, you know, the horses at those early beginning classes, they might misbehave a little bit. Hopefully... You get a good judge that's going to allow you some time to kind of work through your problems. If, you know, if your horse does spook and run the other way that you can come back and get some experience in the ring, <laughs> you give them a big pat and you go home and, and, and you're fine. Right. So I think, yeah, yeah, no, having, having your trainer there is great because they're going to give you confidence and some advice and what to do. Having another person there, like a groom who's going to be able to, you know, hook the lead line up and lead you places if that's what you need, you know, and, yes. and take it and just take yes. it slow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think those are all really so much good tips. And the other thing I just want to mention, and because we did actually practice this, uh, is getting on the trailer. <laughs> yeah. This is a big thing for me. Like, I can't stand it when horses don't load because I may not have the time to do it, but I'll find someone that does. We have a great mounted police at home, Lisa Rakes, so does my, with the young horses, the baby babies, I mean, my yearlings will load. So, I, I don't put up with that very well or do a good because it's just practice and time. And what happens is, is when everyone's ready for the horse show and then you're trying, everyone's nervous and freaking out, then the horses, then they don't load. And then, ugh. so we actually did practice that with Mikey last week. I wanted to make sure he knew how to load and that getting on and off the trailer wasn't a big deal. And he was perfect and loaded right in there and, and it was fine. But if he hadn't, I had given myself enough, you know, a good week and a half to, to deal with that situation. So if I, if I decided that I was going to take him in the trailer, which I may do, I don't know yet. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So, I mean, there's lots of people that are, you know, um, great horsemen that, that help and give okay. trailer loading ticket uh, clinics and things like that. <laughs> I think the, the, that's great. Again, it's, you know, you don't want you to be rushed and you don't want to be nervous. Mm-hmm. The horse nervous mm-hmm. coming off that trailer and now you got to do this, you got to do that. You mm-hmm. know, one step at a time, you know, that's yeah. what it is. And no, I think you're right. Yeah, if you don't show until the horse is five years old, six years old, I mean, whatever, you know, good experience that lasts a lifetime, right? Because they have one bad experience and you're in trouble. It just takes so long to, to, to turn that around in that situation. So, yes, yes, exactly. So I, you know, that's, I totally agree. And so I think now's a really good time for everyone here in Florida, if you're in Florida or at home up North, uh, is to think about maybe some different venues you can take your young horses to, or, or even a new horse. I mean, I think when you take a new horse, it's the same concept. Um, you know, when you take your old steady eddies, uh, and now I have a group of horses that have been showing now for this will be to just be their third show year and they're so nice <laughs> they're so good at the horse shows um, <laughs> you know and you forget like oh you, you were not this nice <laughs> back in the day so. yeah i mean even for us in the winter if you can find a way to get you know pull your truck and trailer into the arena and practice some loading yeah. that's and i mean that's a great situation to be doing right now you know it's something different than just riding and spending your time making sure your horse is good to load that's uh yeah that's huge yeah don't do it on the ice 
<laughs> no, I'm like, don't do it outside. outside. Don't do it outside. Do it, do it in the arena. That's a really good idea. Good idea, yeah. Phil. Well, yeah. good. And I hope that helps everybody. I mean, I think it was it was um, it was a topic that we had, I don't think we've talked about it or given people tips uh, on the show, and it was very uh, obviously front and center for us today. Uh, but it was fun, and and uh, I will keep everyone updated on how it goes. Like I said, I, I my expectation is to stay on and have them have a really good experience. And and if I get in the horse show ring, that would be great. And if not, it will be a really really good experience, and we'll be ready for the next one. So. That's my plan. All right. Well, good luck. Have a oh, good time. thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Well, right after this commercial break, we're going to come back uh, with a total saddle fit trainer tip of the week. Fairfield Inn and Suites North by Marriott Lexington is the ideal hotel for you as they are the closest hotel to the Kentucky Horse Park. They have the most spacious guest rooms and suites in the area, and they're only four miles from downtown Lexington. Fairfield Inn and Suites North offers complimentary breakfast, free Wi-Fi throughout the hotel, free parking, a business center, an indoor swimming pool and jacuzzi, an outdoor patio with grill, laundry facilities, and much more. You get hungry, Cracker Barrel is located right next door, and there are four other dining options available within walking distance for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Of course, Lexington is known for the Kentucky Horse Park, University of Kentucky, Keeneland, and the historical Kentucky Bourbon Trail. Enjoy a terrific hotel experience while you're touring Lexington. There's no denying that the Lexington North Fairfield Inn & Suites is the best value in town and will meet all your hospitality needs. Just Google Fairfield in North Lexington and make your reservations today. This week's dressage training tip is brought to you by Total Saddle Fit, home of the shoulder relief girth at totalsaddlefit.com. For this week's Total Saddle Fit Tip of the Week, uh, we were going to talk about the synthetic uh, shoulder, shoulder relief, relief girth. girth. Yeah. yeah. Which we've exactly. been loving, right? Exactly. Had a yeah, I, and I, I, I love it. I love it. Well, especially now that the horses are sweating. You know, now we are essentially in a, yeah, in a yeah. very hot climate. And um, as I definitely um, told Justin, we sometimes will hose the girths off. Uh, he didn't really <laughs> like that. You don't with, have to with feel the, about, about hosing yeah, off. I do not feel bad. As no, nice not at Yeah, exactly. I don't feel bad at all. And I um, actually, uh, we use we use it on my Frisian, uh, on a client's horse, but uh, I love this horse. And um, he, it works really well for him uh, because he actually is a really sweaty, kind of gross guy. And um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and yeah. the normal total saddle fit girth is fantastic. And he had one of those before. But I thought, you know, he's kind of sweaty and nasty. Let me try, let me try this. And I've had great success with it, and um, Merlin goes really well in it. And, and what? It, how have you found the 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 saddle fit? You know, I know with that horse, and with my own the Frisians that I ride, I get some saddle slippage. Yeah, not not with this girth at all. Not it doesn't slip at all. Um, I haven't had any trouble actually. And he, he like I said, he's more sweaty and grimy. Uh, but before we started using the total saddle fit girth, he did have a bit of a girth call. So that's completely that went away when we used the total saddle fit uh, shoulder relief girths. That's so good yeah. yeah, I you know I we're huge fans of these products, and Justin is amazing. He's great with customer service and uh, giving advice on saddles. But 
this is an awesome option. It's the price points a little bit lower, um, but I love it. And um, I do like my girths cleaned every day. Uh, and the, the thing that I found with this girth that I really liked is that I found that with other girths, I was on, on this particular horse as well. He's a little rounder, you know, so you get a little saddle slippage. That was a problem. And the second problem is I was having to do the girth up like every 10 minutes in my ride. Yes. Like, oh, I'm trotting. Now I got to do, I got to tighten the girth up. Stop. Now I want to canter. I got to tighten the girth up, you know. And yeah. I think yeah. that's related to the slippage and related to yeah. the, the the funny coat. The Frisians have a different coat. so They do. They and they do. sweat. And like you said, they sweat a little bit more than, than the warm bloods or the thoroughbreds or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I think that was all sort of a related issues um, yeah. with the synthetic earth, salt. Tough, yeah. And, you know, for me, I'm not, I, I, you know, I like the price point for sure, but I don't, I tend not to go towards, I'm going to call it the cheaper girth, right? Because I just think, oh, you know, I should be spending this much to get this quality, right? But even sure. though this one's synthetic, I think the quality is there. It has the great shoulder relief shape of it, you know, I think that helps the fit a lot. So I'm going to get better saddle fit and yeah, the ability to just to hose it off and not worry about it too much is great. So, so far it's held up very well to, you know, to the riding and the everyday use. And, and I hope that I'm sure that it will continue because all the other products that Justin has sent that has been, have, have worn really well and been totally, yes. totally worth the money. I think this one is two times worth the money, you know, so it's great. I love it. Well, excellent. Well, we have a fantastic total saddle fit tip of the week from Nora Batchelder. I hope you enjoy. We are so happy to have Nora Batchelder on the show again. We we snagged her for a, the total saddle fit tip of the week. And Nora is from Williston, Florida. She is a gold, silver, and bronze medalist and is written in multiple CDIs. And she is the trainer at River House Hanoverians. Nora, welcome back to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, we have a great trainer tip that we were just off air, and and Philip and you both were having issues or training training opportunities with this particular tip. So, Norris, tell tell us what your tip is. Okay, so my tip is for riders who are starting to ride canter, half-ass, zigzag. Um, A lot of People, I find their first year at Pre-St. George, when they're starting these zigzags, they have a hard time. Um, and the second leg of the zigzag, getting the horse's haunches leading. So I like to tell my students that as they're cantering in their first leg of the half pass, I have them push the haunches just a stride past the center line or a little past the shoulder. And then as they do the change, their haunches are over a layer a little bit, so they land in shoulder four, and they're ready to start the new half pass with the shoulders leading. And a little bit the same thing. When they finish the zigzag, I have them push the haunches just a tiny bit over towards the wall so that when they do the flying change, they land nicely in shoulder four and look really straight for the judge. I love it. So it's a great we, tip. Yeah, it's a great tip. Can we talk about, let's break it down just a touch. Talk to me about bringing or keeping the shoulders in front in the half pass. Let's just start with basic, um, just with the half pass. How do you keep the shoulders in front or when you're starting the canter half pass? Uh, well, I mean, I like to think you come around the corner, keep the horse a little bit in shoulder four. You think you're almost turning the shoulders onto the line a little bit and then sort of bringing the haunches with you. So you make sure you start with those shoulders leading. I love it. 
I love yeah, it. So- I, for, for me, I always, I always start, you know, I always teach people to do the half pass on a diagonal line because um, it's, yeah, it's one of those things that you can get riding your, your half pass like a leg yield, right? You know, where you're just more concerned about sideways than, um, than the, the lines. You have to really ride the zigzag like, um, like two diagonal lines, not like pushing the horse sideways this way and then pushing the horse sideways the other way. Um, you know, you always ride for riders when they learn to do canter half pass, always make the hind legs lead. And it's, Mm -hmm. and it's very, it's very simple to, to do that and feel really nice and sideways, but that's not the purpose of, of half pass. You know, you have to tell the riders to ride, you know, um, ride the half pass as if it's bending on a straight line, right? Not going sideways. I think that's, everybody gets concerned with, with feeling sideways and that's not the way it's done. So, um, you know, and in the zigzag, really ride it like a V, like you have a destination across the ring in mind, you point the shoulders there and then you bring the hind legs, right? Mm -hmm. Um, get the horse pointed the direction where you want to be and where you want to end up. And then the second part is bringing the hind legs. That's always the easy part, you know, get the horse to bend around your leg and, if you've done your homework and you've done your riding, you know, well up to that point, up it's about was it fourth level where you do your first zigzag? Yeah. I think somewhere mm-hmm. in there. So um mm-hmm. yeah, it's a it's very tricky movement and it's very tricky to sort of learn how to position the horse in the flying changes because at third level, what you're looking for is just a successful change. You know, hind leg first, the horse comes through, stays on the bit, is pretty balanced. You know, you can if you can get that done, you can do third level. And then fourth level, you've got to actually put the shoulders and the hind legs in, in more, uh, you know, position them better. So that's, you know, that's, that's a lot harder than just riding a simple flying change. So you got to put that on the lines and be, you know, I always ride the last step of half pass, um, on a zigzag and, and a little bit of leg yield. So you're positioning the horse to the new way, you know, starting your new bend, do yep. the change and then start your way across another diagonal line. But again, like, like you said, Nora, you don't want the horses end up swinging their hind legs and, and going sideways this way, then sideways that way, and both ways the horse is leading with his butt, and you're not going to get very good marks doing that. So, it's a great tip, and it's uh, really tough to do. And yeah, it uh, is. Take and some it, videos so that you can see. You know. Yeah, have have someone. If you stand don't have mirrors. Yeah. If you can't see, but I think Nora, your your last point was to make sure that you finish the diagonal line with the haunches. And I like to kind of tell my people, you know, my students to finish in one step of Ranvere. Um, yeah. I think that's, yeah, that's a visual that, yeah. that we've all done. And I think you, but the trick of the zigzag is you have to get there in time <laughs> yeah. to do that. You know, I think so many people get bunched up and don't have time because they haven't kept the shoulders and haven't gone sideways enough that they get into that corner and then they're in trouble. So I think that that's a really important and, and it was, it was a great way to mention that was make sure you finish what you're still make sure you finish it before you do the flying change because so many horses will dart to the new inside leg uh when you do that flying change yeah, yeah. yeah. and you want your last flying change it's closest to the judge at C to look nice and straight <laughs> yes yeah no you're absolutely right i mean i think and and so you got to get there early enough and be prepared enough to to make that happen so i think that that's a huge part of it so no, I think that that's, that's a fantastic tip. Well, Nora, thank you so much for coming and staying on the show with us and doing tonight's Total Saddle Fit Tip of the Week. Uh, and how would our listeners find you online? 
Uh, so thanks for having me. And you can find me online at my website. It's com, Or you can contact me through Facebook. Fantastic. Thanks, Nora, for coming on. Thanks for having me. Well, as always, we love email and Facebook shout outs. We just got a great question from a listener about some flying changes. So we will get that on the show as soon as we can. Um, and we, we will look forward to it. So as always, we love email and Facebook shout outs. Uh, it makes Phil and my day for sure. Well, you can find our show notes and links to today's guests on our website, dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook, just search Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. My website is maplecrestfarmky.com, and my email is reese at horseradionetwork.com. The best way to find me, I think, is through Facebook, or my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors this week for allowing us to put on a good show. And don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Everybody, keep your heels down and your shoulders back, and we'll talk to you next week.